0: Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
1: El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Felices fiestas because it's still very much the holidays around here. Welcome to El Huddle. I'm MJ Acosta Ruiz with my primo, mi familia, Will Selva joining me as always. How Okay, so how was a Christmas? How were the holidays? Did they get everything they wanted?
2: They did. They uh, were extremely excited right now. They're in the playing with everything that I got mode. <laughs> so whether it's playing volleyball with the volleyball net, whether being on the trampoline and slam dunking on the Um, hoop or on the bicycle down the street, around the neighborhood, they're all about it. Also really key and very important is the last two weeks, garbage pickup has been critical. I'm talking recycling bin and garbage bins huge because with all the uh, boxes all the wrapping paper all the stuffing yes you need a place to put it so a sigh of relief because i heard the garbage people come and was able to haul it off. it was literally overflowing mj
1: yeah the same thing in my neighborhood everyone's like okay are they here usually there's a little bit of disdain when you hear like the garbage trucks, right because they're loud and not this week they're like come on keep them rolling through no, I know um, we, were, we awesome, were talking,
2: man. but we were talking about your family being in town and I know yeah. that's a big production and they say, no, no te preocupes, todo bien, when you know it's time to worry, right? It's time to right. get everything cleaned up and everything to yeah. the nines.
1: I mean, everything was fine, obviously, right? I, I freaked out because that's my Latina instinct, right? Like mm-hmm. every crevice sure. of the house has to be dusted and cleaned and it, it was great. My parents were so happy. It was the first time that they, they got to visit our new home, which was a really big deal for my husband and I, but we hadn't really spent the holidays together in many, many years. As you know, Will, in this industry, especially when you cover NFL, you work on the holidays. That's just yes, right. sort of the price of entry. It, it's, it's our busiest time of the year, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really nice that my parents... Um, sort of left the rest of, of the fam behind and, and came to spend it with us since we couldn't go to them. So I wanted everything to be perfect for them because it's a big deal. But it was really different from the like traditional Nochebuena that I've been used to my whole life where it's all of my 57 cousins and all of my tios and tias and everybody's mm-hmm. dancing and we're eating. It was really intimate, just us and my brother here at the house. Um, so it was, it was a different year, but it was still just as nice to spend that quality time with them. The the older I get and the older they get, um, those moments are are just more and more important each year. So to have them here, to give them their gifts, we FaceTimed my sisters who stayed back in Miami, and we were all able to still be together in some way. Christmases look different the older you get, you know. So it does. It was just taking in those moments, you know. It's
2: good. Yeah, taking in those moments, soaking them in, and I know as my kids get older, I am doing just that. And being able yeah. to hang out with my family, bouncing around, seeing everybody, my wife's family, of course, my family. Uh, it's fun for the kids because it feels like they have many Christmases. And so, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a lot of fun. Uh, lots of seized candies, lots of candy cane, <laughs> lots of uh, cookies, et cetera. So we had, a, we had a great holiday. And for me, I think... One of the culminations of the holiday is getting a chance to talk to your dad, Bobby. I can't this we actually, actually here. have him on this podcast, which is amazing. And oh, by the way, we have actor Danny Trejo as well Whew. who to it's a us? Family
1: affair this week
2: It is. And we always want to make it seem like it's a family affair here. It doesn't matter who it yeah. is, whether it's Tony Gonzalez, whether it is, uh Tom Flores, George Kittle. Mm-hmm. We want this to be like, you know, familia. Here yeah. we are, we're just kicking it, me and you. We talk about our families, we know how important they are, and yeah. we'll just keep those family vibes going with Poppy Love Poppy. Newly it's retired. Be so great.
1: I know. He was so, I mean, don't don't be surprised if he just stops popping up more and more cuz he's looking for a post-retirement uh hobby. He was great. He was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie, but you guys will hear him. He crushed it. Um, he's a star. We went out yesterday, Kirsten Watson, who of course works with us at NFL. Um, Mm -hmm. she does our, our international series on Monday night football. It was her birthday. And, um, my parents came out with me to go to the party. Cool. They were the the stars of the show. (laughs) Of course, They would be my, they're like, is that Bobby? I'm like, Oh my God, here we go. We we, (laughs) look what we did. Look what Uh. we started. So he's already signing autographs and taking selfies. It's pretty great.
2: It's awesome. It was fun talking to him again. Danny Trejo was hilarious. Lots of stories, lots of He's like cousin Danny
1: now, right? I feel like
2: he is like 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 cousin Cousin Danny. I just wish that we would have had it catered the Danny's Tacos. We would have just catered our chat. That would have been the ultimate.
1: We're doing, we're absolutely going there as the L Huddle team. Uh, Danny doesn't know yet, but we will be showing up. (laughs)
2: We will pull up. (laughs) No, you kidding to me? He's gonna to totally want sure. us there. We'll we'll make it yeah. happen. We'll, we'll try to make it yeah. happen one of these days. But for right now, what we have to make happen is titulares mm-hmm. headlines, breaking news. Noticias just in. Este breve. Some heavy topics starting in Las yeah. Vegas. MJ, the Raiders mm-hmm. bench Eric Carr for the last two games of the season. Jared Stidham will start. A lot of people speculating that it is a financial move by the team and that Carr has played his final game in silver in black. Where yeah. do you stand on all this?
1: Look, it it runs so much deeper for us, right? Because we obviously our coworker is Big Brother Carr, David mm-hmm. Carr. So we get a little even added insight in that aspect into what happens with the Raiders and to how Derek is feeling. But I think Derek has has worn his heart on his sleeve, especially this season. But throughout his entire career, he's one of those players that gets up on the podium and lays it all out there, takes full accountability. And I don't think that the issues that we've seen with the Raiders land squarely on his shoulders. There's been some issues with ball protection, some offensive hiccups there that have not been great for Derek, for sure. It's not to absolve him of the, of the issues he's had on the field as well. But this is the issues the Raiders have had are not all on him. I don't like this particular move, especially when you think of the contract situation. It definitely feels like a business move. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I always have to remind myself of that. Like, this is, this is a business. This is a business at the end of the day. Um, we, we start to root for guys and for teams and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, there are line items, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so when things aren't clicking, front offices have to start to look at that. I don't particularly love this move, but I will say this opens up a whole new world for Derek, even though we were just talking about it, Will. He wanted to do his entire career with one franchise. That's that's sort of rare in this league.
2: It's rare. He actually mentioned it uh, some months ago that he wanted to stay with the Raiders organization. I know what
0: I've put on film. I know the things that I've been able to accomplish. And I still want more. There's still more. And I want to do it here. I don't want to do it anywhere else. I've said it over and over again. I, I'd I, probably quit football if I had to play for somebody else. You know,
2: Yikes. Yeah. Ouch. That's Ouch awkward. is right. Uh, he said what he said. And he had been with the franchise for nine years. The reality is... It. He did mean it. He absolutely meant it. He did want to be there. And it was clearly something where he didn't want to be around the team. The team didn't want him to be around because it would have been considered a distraction. I would have liked to have seen him still be on the sidelines be there with his teammates, because let's be honest, if it was another quarterback who'd done that, we'd have been, Whoa, wait a second, they're not being a good teammate. They're not being around. And I understand that he's upset. I totally get that. But I think that he didn't do any favors for himself. And I don't think the franchise did any favors as well to this fan base who loved Derek Carr as well. He'd been there, as I mentioned, nine years. The reality is they only had one playoff appearance to show for it. Now, that being said, he took them to the playoffs and he did so amidst so much turmoil with the changing of coaches, with Henry Ruggs in that situation, certain injuries. They get there, they make the playoffs in totality one time in nine years is just not good enough. So I understand that he led the league in interceptions and the second half of the season, he was not playing particularly well. I just, I don't know where he's going to end up. There certainly would be a lot of suitors. I could see a bunch of places saying, hey, let's bring in Derek Carr. Maybe we work out some arrangement with him, short-term deal. We have him there. I mean, the Jets could be a possibility. So could um, you know the Panthers, depending on what they're going to do at quarterback, right. but they've got Sam Darnold. There's no shortage of places where he could go. New Orleans, maybe. There's There's so much uncertainty. To your point, I don't think it was always on him. The best defense that he had yeah. was ranked 20th during his time and he did have to deal with some of the injuries that were there to Darren Waller to Renfro uh, Jacobs he was um, left for dead and buried and then they decided to keep him there to run the and ball. he was running the ball <laughs> with authority and running all over opponents and really produced when they needed him to I just wonder now what McDaniels is going to do moving forward at the quarterback position. Because when he was in Denver, remember he had Jay Cutler, got rid of him. Then they got Tim Tebow in there. And now the is going to be extra hot on him to produce Mm -hmm. and to come up with something. Because now if they're saying goodbye to Derek Carr, they better have somebody who's going to be good and who can also convince Devonte Adams that he's going to be good Maybe it's somebody like Tom Brady who comes right Celine dion it's not Jared Britney Spears usher everybody has a residence right there so maybe that's what Brady does Adele. Okay, yes Adele so who knows we'll we'll see what uh, Derek Carr uh, does next. this was a business decision um, mm-hmm. again good guy leader. But they decided the time was right. So it is. So it is, it is what it is. Uh, the situation ah. in Miami is another mm. one. It is what it is. But it's, it's not great, especially for, for Tua Tungavailoa, uh, as we've talked about it before with his first concussion. Now he's currently under concussion protocol again, will not play against the Patriots, and Teddy Bridgewater will start. This is your team. We've talked about that. What do you What do you think, MJ?
1: Well, honestly, initially and before we knew that Tua was was concussed, um, the the reaction I think from almost every Dolphins fan, certainly from mine, is like, "Man, we can't have nice things. We can't really make a strong run for the postseason." The second we, or at least that I knew that it was an injury, I, I don't care about the record. I don't care about anything else. I care about the man. And what he's going through. I mean, you remember we were all sick to our stomachs watching him go down in that Thursday night football game um, mm-hmm. with that horrible head injury. I mean, that was one of the scariest things outside of Bringsley's year that I think we've seen um, in, in, in recent years. And so you have to. I think the issue sometimes with this with this game is that people only see these guys as a jersey number, as as right. a, a, a novelty, right? As as something who's just out there to entertain it. This is a husband. This is a son. This is somebody's someone, right? We love to say when things are going great with a team, oh, that's my quarterback. If that's how you feel, then you got to back him up when it's the darkest hour. And these things are really freaking scary, man.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: now being a, a concussion protocol for the second time this season, this is serious. And so at this point for me, His health is the top priority. We can continue building this team. We have Tyreek there. We have Waddle there. The defense is growing. The backfield is strong. That's fine. But if he's not okay, what does any of it matter? So for me, my perspective on this shifted immediately on Monday once um, Mike McDaniel said that he was in concussion protocol. That's Mm -hmm. a scary thought. I'm thinking of of the human being of two the man, not to the QB for the Miami Dolphins. So that's where I'm focused on now. If everything else, I think team wise, it's a strong enough offense that if Teddy B goes out there and just does his job, it'll be okay. But um it just has to be has to be healthy. So that's 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 where my concern is for the Dolphins right now.
2: Well, I like where your mind is on this, and I throw out this question to you, not to be click or to sure. be hot take ish, but do you think there is any thought to Tua to, uh, maybe deciding to walk away and say, This is too much for me. Again, I'm throwing I mean, nobody it out blame there. Him. Right.
1: Nobody right. could blame him if he did. He's a young, young man. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, this is you've got to think about beyond what you just see on the field. As it is, this is this is a short-lived career, right? But if you're already suffering some of these things, and that's a decision that only he, his health providers, and his family can make. And of course, we are not privy. To the full extent of it, so that's his private situation. We get an injury report, right? We get a status update, and quite frankly, that's all we should be allowed to know. Um, This is his life, and this is his livelihood and his well-being. Um, But I wouldn't blame him for a second. I wouldn't. That's a really scary thought, and to know what could potentially be down the line, you know, like that, it's it's a lot and it's heavy. That's a Mm -hmm. lot to think about at twenty-something years old, at any age but certainly when your career is realistically just getting started. But it's also the game that you've played your entire life up to this point that you've dedicated yourself to. That's a tremendous weight on somebody, while at the same time you're trying to make sure that you're okay. Oh, I can't.
2: Yeah. No, it is, it's It's an important reminder to people who are listening in that these guys are humans at the end of the day. They aren't mm-hmm. just a commodity. They're not just a name. Right. Or a player on your fantasy team. And right. for Tua, let's just hope that he is feeling okay. It sounds like at the moment that he'd be missing one game. We'll see if he ends right. up missing multiple games. On the football side of it, they have lost four straight games. And mm-hmm. so they need to figure things out as well. And I quick. think having yeah. and quick and with Bridgewater there, I think that helps out. And they face a Patriots team that has issues of their own. Oh, yeah. On offense, uh, which my mom, if she would look at this and this is my Nicaraguan mom with many sayings. Yeah. like Hijo de la tostada. So <laughs> that's basically saying like Oy, ve. It's like, oh, can right. you believe it? So right. my mom has a million and one sayings from Nicaragua right. that that's I have so heard cool. over the years, not only from her, but her mom, my grandmother, my abuela. And there is another saying. That she says, if she thinks something is BS or something Mm. eh, ain't right, doesn't pass the smell test, she says. Puras macanas. Puras macanas. (laughs) Essentially saying, ah, that's BS. That's not really true. Come on, give me a break. Nah, no way. I'm not buying in on that.
1: You know what's funny, though? Before you even explained it, I was like, I think I can deduce. I think most of us, you know, can sort of look <laughs> at a phrase like this because there's many iterations of it, right? From country yes. to country or from region to region. That's funny. Okay, so let's go through some of some of these some of the topics going around the league today. There's a few that could definitely qualify as puras macanas. So let's see if, if you if you can be proxy for, for your mom. Get in her headspace. Um uh, let's mm-hmm. start with Mac Jones. Oh man, in his weekly WEEI interview on block on that block involving Eli Apple. Yeah, I
0: think um obviously you know, I went down in front of him to kind of get in the way to stop him from slowing down Taekwon, who obviously could not make the tackle there. So just kind of went down in front of him and um, trying to stop a fast guy from getting to another fast guy. So just split-second decision and definitely no intention to hurt anybody on that play.
1: Puras Macanas, or is he being real-real?
2: Puras Macanas, come on. <laughs> if you look at that play and you look at some others – That the internet, as we know, is undefeated, has shown. There are like three or four other plays like that that he's made. So for people to put in their heads that he's a dirty player, I've seen players on Twitter say, yep, that's dirty in my book. Yep, that's Yeah, yikes. McCorkle seems like the way that he talks. Gee, golly, whiz, I can't believe that actually happened. No, Puras macanas. There was in the NBA, John Stockton, who's a Hall of Famer, played for the Uh Utah uh Jazz, and people always said, wow, what a tremendous point guard, the way he distributes the ball, blah, 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 blah. But the reality is he would throw out that elbow and that forearm all the time, when guys are trying to break through screens, this is how it feels like. Where Mac is like this undercover, dirty player, and he's getting discovered.
0: <laughs>
2: Get out of here uh, with that stuff! Come on. Mac. Okay, we
1: have another. We have another soundbite. Let's, oh, okay, let's go. we've got more. Okay, let's go. We've got more. Let's hear from these guys directly first. Robert Sala talking about Zach Wilson. I mean, the Jets fans were very direct about how they felt about him. Here's what Coach has
0: to say. The plan for Zach, again, it hasn't changed. I still think he's got a future here. I still think he's going to be a really good quarterback. Uh, he just he he needs time to just kind of sit back and continue the development that we we're trying to uh, re-kickstart, if you will. Hmm. Well, mm. there's a plan
1: there or Puras Macanas?
2: Puras Macanas. <laughs> for sure. Right, I know what he's trying to say because he has to coach all 53 players. He's still on his roster. They did Mm -hmm. make the investment in the draft to make him the future of the franchise, but it's just not working out. He looks out of sorts, does not look comfortable there, is not making good decisions. He's regressed, even taking that time off. It seems like he has uh, been humbled uh, from the experience, but the reality is it doesn't matter if it's Chris Treveller or Mike White, the offense just strictly looks better. And let's also keep in mind here that Robert Sala could potentially be coaching for his uh, life Listen, because yeah. there was a report that, you know, the, the owner wasn't necessarily too hot on Sala. So, <laughs> To me, this is prima wow. macanas This is where, yeah. going back to the Derek Carr discussion, this is where they're looking at an upgrade there in New York, and maybe is Jimmy G because he does have familiarity with Lafleur and with Sala. Self preservation, right. right now,
1: hundred percent. Well, I think what what Sala, for one, we have to understand about Robert is he's very like team. He's a he's a player's coach, right? Like mm-hmm. he gets in there, he's working out with the guys. He really does nurture these guys but it's still tough on him when he needs to be um the interesting thing here is like let's not forget this isn't like a super late year decision to sit zach down he pulled him last month and Mm -hmm. put in mike white and had mike white not hurt his rib or whatever i mean he's a tough guy we saw him take a lot of freaking hits um before he got injured there mike would have still been out there and I'll never forget the we explored every possible option to make sure Mike was still they got like yes. ten second opinion, 10 opinions on his rib injury. So I think having Zach back out there was more of a, well, 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 crap. Mike really can't get out there. Uh, but he will be out there this week. So of course, Zach Wilson is back. I don't think they they even intended for Zach Wilson to come back at some point this season. Um Whatever the plan is, uh, that progression, that development that Robert Sala wants to see from him did not happen in that short period of time that Mike White was able to start for these guys and got injured. Um, maybe he does have a plan, but I think it is Puras Macanas. Bless little Zach Wilson's heart. Just not working out.
2: This right now is disastrous and can go down as one of the biggest draft busts that we've seen Uh, we'll see but maybe he has a redemption story maybe he is like geno we love a comeback right so maybe maybe we'll be talking in like three years hey did you see zach wilson with the texans and what he did maybe that's what it is it's like we're seeing (laughs) i don't know why i wanted to say the Texans. yeah no the Texans. they'll be they'll be picking a quarterback in the draft but he'll be somewhere and maybe that will be the case the change of scenery because as we've seen time and time again If you are a top five first rounder, somebody will give you an opportunity and, and and you hope he he learns and and puts it all together at some point.
1: A hundred percent. Um All right. We have a little bit more quarterback news, um, more. Baltimore, I mean, everybody waiting to see Lamar Jackson. So, hey, Coach Harbaugh, what's the status here? Let's hear from him.
3: As far as because of last year, how that ended it with him not being able to come back from that injury. I mean, are you so optimistic,
0: whether it's this week or not, that he is going to be able to come back at some point this year? Sure. Of course.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Super insightful. Um, <laughs> Puras Macanas, do you think he will? I mean, that was not convincing from from John Harbaugh.
2: No, that wasn't. But just, yeah, sure, of sure. course. Now, but but it's not like we're, we're saying, hey, you know, Coach, do you want uh, cream in your coffee? It's like, yeah, no, sure, of course. Right. It, it, you know, this is like a big deal. I honestly think – It's not Puras Macanas. I do think Mm. the truth is he is going to play because they are going to be in the playoffs. I think that he's just not going to play in the next two games. I do think that they need him in the playoffs no matter what. Anything is, no offense to Snoop Huntley there, but they need Lamar Jackson back. He just brings a dynamic that they don't have as long as he is healthy. And and we've mentioned it on this podcast. He just does not have the perimeter weapons. Yeah, he's got Mark right. Andrews, but again, he he got Deshaun Jackson and mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman. He missed a lot, and Devin Duvernay, great player, but they don't have a wide receiver one there. And for the playoffs, though, I think he's going to be there. He has to be there. Has and to. I do think they need him. Yeah. They need him. But that contract of his. That I think is probably playing a part in this, or lack as thereof, well. or or lack thereof, exactly. Yeah. You know, but maybe he'll be like Floyd Mayweather. You know that meme where it's just like him, that table, and it's all stacks of cash. Maybe that is Lamar here looking at this situation. You know, give me I the stacks of cash. I can't unsee that
1: in my brain now.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I've seen it a lot.
1: <laughs> I would love that for him because I think we've been yelling for so long. Pay this man. Give yeah. him the contracts and then he gets hurt. So I, I don't think him being hurt should stop that from happening. Show me the money. Show him the money. But I'll yeah. take some too if you want to throw some my way too. Just saying. Me too. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. I think that was a very clear way to uh, emphasize and explain Fudas Makanas. We got it now. Now we're rolling. Yeah. So every week, we got every it. Week. There's always a little something that we're like, really, coach? Mm-hmm. Really, bro? Especially as we get closer to the postseason. That's great. We still got a lot left coming up here on El Huddle. It's a stacked week, Will.
2: Yes, we do. We've got Papi. He's going to be coming on. He's going to give his takes on games. And then we also have the actor, the entrepreneur, the author known as Danny Trejo. He is on as well and we try to recreate a scene from a famous movie. It's all happening. It's all going down on El Huddle.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
2: MJ, you know, when we do this podcast, we always want to make people feel welcome. And the way that we do that is by showing a little bit about ourselves, our family life, talking about Nuestra Familia, right? Yep. And that's what always gets us to one of my favorite segments. Here it comes. Que Dios te bendiga. son tus ¿Quién esta semana? ¿Cómo es eso? Yeah, that is the wonderful voice. Of Papi. we talk about him all the time, <laughs> and guess what? He's Está there. Yeah. there. <claps> Mirá, doctorito, un gran orgullo <laughs> para mí que estás en nuestro show aquí. Por
1: fin en persona, Por... bueno, half in person, right? Because Will is on Zoom, but you're here in the studio. Yes, yes. Eh, Dad, you saw the studio for a little bit. What did you think? It's
3: bueno, es a una una experiencia muy grande. Me siento eh, muy orgulloso de estar aquí con <laughs> ustedes, principalmente conocer todo el staff que trabaja con con el Jay mm-hmm. y veo que me tratan muy bien.
2: Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Everyone here takes very good care of me. Is what my dad is saying, but it's our honor to have you here. A tenerte aquí, papi en persona, para hablar un poco yeah. de fútbol, porque tú y yo, we talk about football all the time. Yes. via WhatsApp, of
2: course.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 via text. He already knows. It.
2: Which is unbelievable! Yeah. How did you get on on the WhatsApp?
1: I mean, it's very common in Dominican Republic. Yeah, everybody yeah, uses strong, WhatsApp, yeah. right? Especially because it's international, so it's like it's the exactly. easiest way for everybody exactly. to communicate. Not everybody has an iPhone, so it's sort of because we have a family group chat too, and then Dad and I have a, our chat as well okay. on WhatsApp. So
2: you know, I love my mom, but she doesn't even know how to use the remote control. No, so WhatsApp no, <laughs> sería algo fuera de común.
1: We got to get our WhatsApp. <laughs> we got to start yeah. a whole
2: El Huddle uh, family chat on WhatsApp. Yes, uh, uh, I don't know. That'd be tough. It's That'd be stretch. tough.
4: But, it's a stretch. Uh, oh
2: but, I, you know, I also wanted to tell him as well, Doctor, uh, felicidades en tu retinimiento. Yes. Congratulations oh, on gosh. your
3: retirement. Yes. Ya necesitaba ya. Uh, <laughs> by the it. way,
1: dad's been retired. I don't know. Ten days, twelve days, already went golfing. December
3: fifteenth, yeah. <laughs> already went
1: golfing for the first time. So he's picking up that, which is awesome. Okay. My husband took okay. him like golfing. He's a natural. So I don't okay, know. Okay, good Maybe things to come.
2: Um te tengo que preguntar que, que tu equipo favorito son los Bills. But no. yes. What 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 happened? Why Bills and not Dolphins? There's
3: in the the thing is that when I moved to the, to the United States, I went to New York first. Mm-hmm. Then in 18 1987, and okay. the best football team was the Buffalo because Kelly was Jim there. Kelly, yeah. Jim Kelly, yeah, was Jim there. Kelly in 19 1990,
1: yeah. in, in 1997. When we moved to yeah,
3: Miami. Then we moved yeah. to Miami. Then NJ started to follow the, the
1: Dolphins. The right. dolphin.
3: then. Like she was a leader for the dolphin, Everything for dolphin. But she got the bad luck that he got it. Because Damarino never won either.
1: Right. <laughs> you see how he still finds a way?
3: Yeah. Yeah. He still no, finds pero,
1: pero, a
2: way. <laughs> doctor, it's the same division, Doctor. I know. No, I know. I know. I know. The
1: best part of this <laughs> is that he didn't tell me that he was a Bills fan until like a few months ago. All this time, my whole yeah. life, I thought he was a Dolphins fan. Because he cheered for, so I guess you cheered for me, not <laughs> yeah. so much for the Dolphins.
3: The thing the the Dolphin, is a little better now. Sure. But you know, all the dice.
1: <laughs> it was, yeah. Fair it's enough. I mean, the Bills went through a long time when they were not great.
3: Yes. To be fair.
1: So did the, so I the Dolphins. Call,
3: when the alien I call the Allen, the quarterback, I call him. Josh Allen. Yes, mm-hmm. I call him mm-hmm. alien
2: because he's young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's out of this world. Yeah.
3: Right.
1: He's, he's not human. You're right, Dad. Exactly. You are right. He is human. So, so this is one of the questions, one of the preguntas we had for you, Papi, this week.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: What is more likely? Que tiene más razón en pasar? Do the Bills make the Super Bowl? Or maybe do the Cowboys make the Super Bowl? What's more likely to happen?
3: Uh, definitely. The, the Bills going yeah, to the Super Bowl. I think Bowl.
1: so too. Yeah. More than the Chiefs?
3: They almost are even. Did mm-hmm. you see the the last mm-hmm. year? Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the, the, that was the best game of the, 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 the playoff.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. Yes,
3: <laughs> for sure. And uh it was. Both of them, Aaron and um, Mahomes. Mahomes, for me, are the, yeah. the best quarterback that we got right now. Yeah. yeah. Probably. But, but def, definitely, the Bills going to Super Bowl. I'll be careful. I'm yeah. 90% are going to win.
1: Oh. Oh. A
3: bold okay. prediction already.
1: So not only are they going to the Super Bowl, but they're going to win 90%. Oh, I 90%. To no, I like that. I like it. I like it. Okay. That's good. Okay. Fantastic. Okay,
2: Doctor Cito. Wow. Okay, con confianza. We're getting in there. Yeah. In there.
1: yeah. Um, what did you have for Christmas dinner, Will, in your house?
2: uh let's see in our house really it was um at my um brother and sister-in-law's house you know we had these potatoes with a little bacon on there That's we something. had uh yeah so we we had that we had some steak as well uh we had salad we had rolls so very hearty meal it's thick now Yes. Yes. So. So I was literally in a food coma after I ate uh, and then you're like, oh, wait, we have to open up presents. Right. <laughs> but, um, it's it's very different. Like in nuestra cultura, you know, what we would do is that growing up, we would go to mass. Mm-hmm. Then we would eat and then we would open up the presents. And so in all- other words, we wouldn't go to bed until like at least seven or eight o'clock in the morning.
1: The next day,
2: the next day. So we would do, you know, Misa, Medianoche, you know, we would do that. Oh, from from Noche Buena. Yeah. Yeah, Noche Buena. And then we we go home, we eat and then we open up the presents. So literally like the sun would be up and we'd be opening up, you know, the presents. And so, you know, my parents always said, pues es una tradición en Nicaragua, claro que se hace. And then in later years, we stopped doing that because We'd be so tired, like yeah, Christmas Day, much. we'd be sleeping the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> we had
1: like a similar, so our Noche buena used to be at my Madrina's house, at my godmother's house. Okay. And that's where, somebody just told my dad that they saw his dance moves on Instagram because I was posting pictures of us dancing mm-hmm. salsa and all that stuff. But it was a party, Papi, at the Sonia's house,
3: yes, it's a, Yeah, this is the here in the United States, but in Santo Domingo, mm-hmm. Dominican Republic, it's casi exacto pasó Nicaragua. Really? Oh. Yes, we okay. have to go to the misa del gallo.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, yeah.
3: uh, at midnight. Misa del gallo. Uh-huh. Uh, misa del gallo, the midnight. Mm-hmm. Then after, mm-hmm. midnight, then we go back to home to eat the the um bailar, tomar Yeah, the party. Yeah. the next day, then we open it.
1: the the, the, the present,
3: yeah. but oh, in, I love But no, when they came down to the, this country. Yeah. They ch- everything changed.
1: I mean, I'm sure I did Christmas as a baby in Santo Domingo, but I don't remember it. All of my, like, Noche Buenas and stuff are when we were in the U.S., mm-hmm. at least my, my memory of it, my recollection. So I didn't even know that that's how they did it. In-
2: yeah, so, so you only had it w- one year then? But obviously you didn't remember, but it was just one year.
1: Like, three, well, I lived in Dominican Republic, three so I was three, yeah. And oh, okay, And then we moved to New okay. York. So okay. I, I don't remember that, Yeah, but you know, ever.
3: Nosotros es el asado,
1: mm-hmm. Roasted mm, pork. Exacto. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Eh, arroz con gandules, mm-hmm. tambien mm-hmm. uh, Potato salad. Yeah.
1: My mom's potato salad,
3: specifically,
2: <laughs> is the best one. Now, the potato salad, though, seems like that's out of nowhere.
1: No. Que, que I viene mean... Like de
2: o... Es una tradición? Yeah. Si. Sí, allá le llamamos uh, ensalada rusa.
3: Uh, ensalada rusa. <laughs> <laughs> no sé puede es rusa, <laughs> pero le yeah. dicen ensalada rusa. Y pastelitos. <laughs> pastelitos. Vinos. <laughs> because los los, niños, los niños no podemos no podemos beber alcohol.
1: alcohol, es yeah.
3: vino mm. sin alcohol que bebíamos ponche, Eggnog. It's like eggnog but better.
1: Oh, y, better for sure. Yeah.
2: Fiesta, Pero tiene a, como vinito entonces, vinito dentro ahí que que está mezclada con con rum. el eggnog. Oh? Rum.
3: Yeah, rum. Yeah, well, yeah. rum. Che- 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 no. Not
1: for the children. <laughs> I hope not, Dad. I hope not. But okay, so listen. This year, I was in charge of dinner, and it was a big group. You know, it's just my husband and I. How did that go? I mean, I asked my dad. Moment of truth. I made lasagna, Dad. It's the easiest way to feed everybody. I'm not used to feed. So I made lasagna.
3: That was good. we know. Okay. What's different today? The first time was. He's like, no,
2: it's okay. Pero delicioso. was delicioso?
3: Delicioso. Sí, sí. Yeah, the next day will be better.
1: It's always better the <laughs> next day. Dan, don't be telling I people th- I can't cook now. <laughs> Make me sound bad.
2: I, no, honestly, lasagna is always better, it's I do think. the way to think, go. next day. Yeah. The next day. I, I think it's great for leftovers. hundred percent. It
3: hurts it on the book was out. Is it? <laughs> is it healthier?
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't have like a butcher shop here. Like you know, in Miami and in New York, they know where to go to get their meat, to get their pork, to get all of this stuff. I don't have that stuff laid out yeah. for me here. I was nervous. I'm gonna be honest. So I was like, yeah. "What's the easiest default meal I know that will feed?" Like my brother was there too. Like it's a big group.
2: But we able to enjoy. I yeah. So, but were you able to enjoy it though? Or were you kind of like, yeah, huh, you're like trying to smile and try to no, you know, no, it was fun. I mean, we
0: were okay, okay. Okay. The
1: way we gather is with food, right? Like all mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. Latinos. That's how. That's the interaction. That's how you show love. And I wanted to, like, I wanted to make my parents proud. My mom was there. I'm like, I got it, Mom. I'll cook. <laughs> the following day, she did cook. To be clear. Um, yesterday she okay. cooked for Monday Night Football. She made us a great a, a pollo guisado and we made some mashed potatoes. Like it was, you know, it's hard yeah. because we can't find the traditional like Dominican food here in Los Angeles. Exactly. So whoever so knows of a Dominican bodega in, in LA, please tell me where to go. Cause it's very hard for me to find good plantains, to find salchichon, to find queso de freir, which is the cheese that you can fry. It's not the same. As like mm-hmm. coqui is very different, so it's hard. It's hard for a Dominican mm-hmm. girl in LA trying sí, to. Sí, yo to hacer
3: lo, un mango, pero no puedo hacerlo. the platanos power. Los
2: platanos, exacto. We're trying
1: so hard, but it's tough. I think I have to go. They told me I got to go to like East LA,
2: to okay, like to inland go there.
1: Los Angeles. I don't know. You know, I stay right in this area by the coast, so I got to explore.
2: But, but there are definitely like Nicaraguan and Salvadorian restaurants mm-hmm. too. Yes, so there's totally. things that are similar like like pupusas, mm-hmm. you know, pizza, and right. uh, yeah. And then we'd also eat gallo pinto, which is great. That was yeah. like our own rice and beans, I think right. we talked about. Yes, we did. Um, so you need to we you call you need that get moro, to a restaurant, right? Moro, moro. okay. Yeah, we call moro. Yeah. Now, I remember MJ, now this is, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he had said in, in a past podcast episode, that, uh, was it that your mom or whoever is cooking, they put a little ching-ching.
1: Oh, uh huh, mommy, we're that? talking about the measurements <laughs> when you cook. <laughs> no hay como un teaspoon, es un ching-lesso. Un ching-lesso, un ching right. un ching-lesso. <laughs> un un See? <laughs> mom confirms <laughs> off camera. <laughs> she confirms. There isn't no, right, it's as much as, as much as your soul tells you. Un okay. ching. Yeah, So you measure with your eyes the whole time. If you could really cook, you don't need <laughs> spoons, teaspoons. There's none of that in the Dominican Republic. There's none of that. You just know.
2: I love it. Hey, so while your dad is here, MJ, why don't we go through some
1: picks? I, th- I feel right? like it's appropriate. Dad, is that okay? Yeah, it's, it's, okay, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> Vamos a okay. Con tu equipo. Let's start with your team. The Bills and Bengals. Monday, you said it's the best game of the week. Who wins?
3: Bill, va, va a ser un, un juego pues, Pegado. Yeah, sopa. very close. Very close. Very sure. very close. <laughs> yeah. Then yo, si, no sé todavía cuáles son los puntos que le están dando de, de, de los spread. I don't
1: know yet.
3: Mm. Is, uh, mm. Si es for three points.
1: It's going to be a close game for exactly. sure. Oh.
3: If they got, it's the, for the touchdown, then I'm going to, to the Bengals. Pero no te, no tienes miedo de, de Joe Burrow. Es un buen jugador. Mm. Está yes. Está jugando muy bien. Está jugando muy bien, pero Allen's bien también. Estamos muy bien. Mejor <laughs> que él. Mejor que él, hoy.
1: One. One
2: point mm. is the spread right now. One point, you see? Bill. See,
1: that's crazy. Bill. I
2: yeah. think the Bengals are dangerous. Yes, I think, yes of course. Son yes. peligroso. I think they're the most dangerous team in the NFL right now with the way that they're playing. This is nuts. And I think they're winning all the games that they need to win. He finally, he beat the Patriots, finally beat the Browns. It doesn't matter. Joe Burrow it just seems like he's a seasoned veteran mm-hmm. out there distributing the ball and we've talked about it on this podcast like really just making great decisions yep. and i think with josh allen i agree he is an alien but with josh allen how much do you rein him in right he makes so many of these throws and he's got
1: to protect the ball McDermott. too yeah
2: yes yes and sean mcdermott when he came on good morning football he said that josh allen makes a lot of those no 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 yes 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 plays mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you have to live and die by that, which is yeah. hard. And, and, you know, one of those great plays can either vault them right to the Super Bowl or, you know, that could be one thing, a critical air that keeps them, that holds them back. Right. You know, that that's in the big picture, though, at least. But I, I, I think the, the Bengals, I think they may take this one.
1: Interesting. All right. Well, I, I'm very curious because suddenly, and this hurts my soul to talk about, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. the Packers have strung together three. Okay, Randy, we get it. We get it. Um, mm. they, yeah. <laughs> they played well. They're starting to play better right when they got to go up against the Finns, which I thought for sure was going to be a win for the Dolphins. Wrong. So, yeah. so wrong. Sorry. They're going up against the Vikings. This is an interesting one. An mm. interesting one mm. for sure because the Vikings are crushing it too. But I feel like now suddenly Rodgers is back to his, his villain ways.
2: Yeah. And the Vikings, they win these close games. I believe they've had 11 one score. uh, Something absurd. Yeah. That's an NFL record. I always get people saying to me, they seem so lucky. They always seem so lucky. I don't know. Kirk Cousins is playing really well. Uh, Justin Jefferson, you know, our colleague, uh, Jamie Earl had mm-hmm. said that Justin Jefferson probably deserves some consideration for MVP, Ooh. the way that he's playing. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, Doctor, ¿qué piensas tú?
1: Dad, the, the Packers the, are favored. Three and a half for the Packers.
3: The Packers, no. I see the Vikings.
1: You think the Vikings? Okay. Yes. I like it. I okay. agree. The thing
3: is that the Packers, they are winning, okay. But if you see the how they, they won the last ride last Sunday? Right. Last Right? Yeah, It's because two are make it there. Correct. Correct. It's for for two field goals for mistake. It's so you not-
1: think the Dolphins lost that game? Not so much that the. Pa- I mean, obviously both things yes, are sorry. true, but it was a bigger Dolphins loss than a Packers win. Huh. <laughs>
2: hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. like Tough it. one. But okay, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to go with Poppy. I I agree. This one, yeah. Yeah. He's helping I mean, they me get is, ahead d- on
1: my work this week cuz now I can Yeah,
2: it'll be a close one. This okay. Be close.
1: Let's yeah, let's do yeah. one more game, Dad. Dolphins yeah, Patriots. One more. Dolphins have to win. But now two was in concussion protocol.
3: Exactly. Mhm. the game is in the Gillette, right?
1: Mhm. Yeah. in
3: both in, yep. in, Boston. in Boston, yeah. And two is the one to play.
1: No. Nope. I doubt it. There's no way. Yeah,
2: yeah it's highly doubtful. There's no
1: way.
3: <laughs>
2: and it, uh, and the, co- the the weather.
1: And it's cold. It's well, it cold, was cold in Miami, though. Teddy you know,
2: yeah, Bridgewater is going to be likely the be. starter exactly. for the Dolphins. I see the Patriots
3: supposed. I suppose. So. Uh, I'm sorry. I
1: know. You're not wrong. That probably is how it's going to go. This It's, 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 it's tough. It's, it's, tough, for tough, for the,
3: it's really tough for the Dolphins.
2: It's a tough yeah. for the Dolphins. The
1: Patriots are favored. Two and a half, though.
2: But Mac Jones, ¿tienes confianza in Mac Jones? No, but two not no working.
1: So it's more so about, about the Dolphins offense. Yes, it's The Mac Jones. Dad, you know I met Mac Jones' dad. Mac Jones' pa- Papa Jones. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's tall like you. He's a big dude, very funny. He was really, really nice. Ooh. But still, I hope the Dolphins win. <laughs> I hope the Dolphins. But I that know. said, yeah. I hope the Dolphins win. Was there any other game you had on your... You spy with your little eye, Will.
2: Um, we got I Broncos, those, Chiefs.
1: Pfft, that's a wrap. Uh, um, yeah,
2: that's that's a wrap. Saints, um, Eagles is
1: interesting. Panthers, Bucks, um, NFC South.
2: Paco well, Bucks. yeah. Who wins that? Do we think the Panthers can pull it off? If they win out, they make it into the playoffs. They the and playoffs. they make the playoffs and they would be hosting a playoff game. So are we are we to assume that Tom Brady can do this all himself? Because I just feel like Tampa Bay is just getting by. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like they're this incredible juggernaut. They just have felt, you know, sometimes slow, sometimes old, sometimes just not on the same page as we see with Brady. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, ¿Cómo crees? Yo confío en Brady si
3: lo de, le dan tiempo mm-hmm. a él para the tirar. Exacto, offensive line. Exacto, mm-hmm. line. But mm-hmm. Cuando le, le pone presión.
1: Yeah, he's not great under pressure. Exacto. We know that.
3: Porque That's es como great. estatua ahí, ¿no? Exactly. Los años, son los años, no corren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y tú Mahomes, Allen corren y hacen touchdown ellos también.
1: The uh, mobile quarterbacks. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. You're right.
2: Pero la cabra, hey, No, eh, eh, la
1: cabra the goat. <laughs> 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 es goat or oh, chivo? We say chivo. For chivo, go,
3: chivo, 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 chivo.
1: Cabra, chivo. Es cabra baby goat?
3: Cabra. Chivo. No, okay. I. la cabra, cabra
1: is It's the girl. It's the girl. Oh. Oh.
2: Ah, okay, okay. Mm. I'm show st- you. Listen,
1: I'm still learning Spanish the correct way after all these years. <laughs>
2: I well, know. no, I, me too, because people always <laughs> say to me, ah, you already know that because you speak Spanish. No, 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 no. We took English in school, right? And right. we're still learning as we read different things and try to yeah. get smarter. Especially so.
1: sports vernacular in Spanish. Yes. Very different. yes, Yeah. It's a whole, it's a very, third language.
2: It is, it's, it's, it's like like quarterback is uh, Mariscal de Campo. Mariscal, right? de, Mariscal de Campo. Pero todo
1: el mundo dice quarterback. Quarterback, quarterback yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Ala abierta, I mean, it, it, it is that, you know, is it the the tight end there? It's like, a, a la no, cerrada. it's- Ala cerrada. Ala cerrada, cerrada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Los you receivers. Know?
1: Yeah. Receptor.
2: Receptor. Receiver, yeah. Yeah. Receptor, Receptor abierto. Receiver. Yeah. Yeah. No, receivers. I, I don't know. Yeah. Receptor, yeah. It's a no. lot. But yeah. Most
1: people, especially in Latin America, um, they they understand like the English the English words for all yeah. of them. So, yeah yeah yeah. Okay, those are good game picks. Those are good games, guys. I like, it. Good. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Can check those off. Thanks, Dad. Gracias,
0: papi.
3: You're welcome. Siempre. Gracias, doctor. Gracias, Williams.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring Welcome into
2: the huddle, Will Salva, alongside mi hermana, mi prima, mi prima hermana, MJ Acosta Ruiz, <laughs> and MJ. We have a very special guest, and not just any guest. This is a well-known actor who has over four hundred screen credits to his name. Oh. He's also an author. He's also an entrepreneur, and he's also a proud dog owner. Let's give a warm (laughs) El Huddle welcome. Un aplauso fuerte para Danny Trejo. And Penny Lane. Yeah, and you're there with your dog Penny Penny Lane. Penny Lane. (laughs) Yes, you're a proud dog owner. I feel like we just got tougher, MJ, because we have Danny here with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are Mm -hmm. proudly wearing your Rams hat right now. That's and we cool. can make this into a therapy session, my friend. I know this has been a long season for you. <laughs> um
4: well, How you, I how you doing? I had a coach in high school, a football coach, and his name was Coach Bowers, and he hated me. Cause, but because he said, no, he would say that practice, it's like the harder you practice, the less you get hurt. And I think – you know what happened to the Rams? I think you know that Super Bowl. It's great, but then they had the Super Bowl uh, uh hangover, and, mm. and they came back and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, we won the Super Bowl, and it's like, you know, they, you know, everybody started getting hurt. You know, God, my idol, you know, uh, Donald. I can't believe I know. Him. he's a yeah. rock. How do you hurt a rock? You know, what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I got, I got his picture. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. <laughs> but that's it's at that
1: him pointing to, yeah, pointing oh, to the oh, ring oh my god amazing, <laughs> and, and, amazing. And so,
4: you know, it, it's just like I I I I don't know it's like and I watched them get hurt and and the injuries are what coach Bowers used to call practice injuries you know I'm mean, you 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 know you yes. got it you got him, and so and then the, the 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 light of the whole series was when uh oh the quarterback came in the new one uh
1: Matthew Matthews,
4: Sam- oh the, the Baker, Baker, Mayfield? Yeah, the yeah, Baker, was, and mm-hmm. and he was like, "Wow, that was the that was the the you know the piece to resistance of just winning that game."
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay,
4: yeah. let's go now. You know, and then and then so now there's a little hope, but but I, I still love the ref. I used to sneak into the Coliseum in 1957. Oh, you know, oh my God, Danny! Well, there was just there was no there was no security. You would just like stay in the bathroom when a family walked by. You just jumped in there and with the family and everybody was look at that nice white family they adopted that little mexican kid <laughs> walking with them you
1: know? just blend
4: just blend <laughs> i'm dad. Cool. and it was like that's the way we got in you know and, and uh we cheered for them all i've never never lost hope for the rams i i when they left i i just kind of worried about the point spread i they weren't really my team but i still loved them
1: what what made you a Rams? Like, can you remember the moment when you said, "This is my team"?
4: Well, you know what? I'm, I was you know born and raised in L.A. and and mm-hmm. uh, uh, God, I I remember going to my first Rams game, and and I remember my dad. God, I don't know, I don't know how old I was, but he bought me a Rams helmet. You know, uh, uh, and, yeah. You know, but those days it was probably ten bucks, but, <laughs> but yeah. And <laughs> maybe, and you know, and he's praying for that. So, so I think I, I've just been a Rams fan my whole. Even when the Raiders were here, I still, I still love the Rams, and and the, all my friends are you know wearing the the silver and black. You know, I show up in mm-hmm. Rams
2: hat. Well, well, were you a, a fan rebel. of, of Vince Ferragamo more? Were you a fan of Roman Gabriel, you know, I, Merlin Olsen of, I, I, of Deacon Jones? Like oh, who score. are your favorite guys? I mean, Eric Dickerson. You
4: know, have you ever, you know, there was a, a, a guy they called the flying Dutchman. He was amazing to watch him come out and just the, and throw that, you know, 90 yard pass. And, and, <laughs> and, and He was the, the Hail Mary guy. Cause he would always shoot that long pass and, and, uh, uh, you know, I love Eric Dickinson. I mean, he was like, he was one of my heroes. And Elroy uh, uh, Crazy Legs Hirsch was a, a he ran like kind of weird, but but he made touchdowns, you know. And the guys yeah. like, and Merle Olson. I mean, he was like the, the king of, you know. And so it's like, I, I like I said, it's like the Rams have just been my team. And I've always won. I mean, I can't bet. I've always, uh, you know, I've always did well with them.
1: You know, um, last time I spoke to you, Danny, it was right before the Super Bowl, and the Rams yeah. were in contention. So everybody, we were asking you, and you wholeheartedly, without skipping a beat, were like, the Rams are not just going, they're, yeah, they're winning. Mean, and I could yeah. see the smile on your face. Yeah. When it finally happened, you got yeah. that picture of Aaron Donald there. How much did that mean to you to be able oh, to see it? you're oh, now in the new stadium?
4: It was amazing. It was just amazing. When, when they won the Super Bowl, it was like, welcome home. You know, and uh, <laughs> you know, I really welcome home Los Angeles, you know, and they were just yeah. like, um, uh, I mean, the whole world, I mean, the whole, all Los Angeles was smiling. Everybody became Rams. Yeah. People started turning in their Raiders jerseys, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> and all the diehard Raider fans, okay, baby, go on. All those, all those diehard.
1: Penny Lane's done.
4: Penny Lane's Penny done. done. Go on, go on, yeah. go on. Uh, she's she got big eyes right here. She's got big eyes right now. Oh, <laughs> oh baby. But uh, you know, that's that's my team. That's all there is to it. And yeah. like I said, it's like uh, uh I can't wait for one of my girls to sing the national anthem Forum. because I, I started yeah. a record
2: label. Ooh. And, uh, Oh, wait a minute. Plot twist. Yeah. When's when's this going to happen, Danny?
4: Well, I don't know. I mean, I'll have, you know, I'm a number one Rams fan, so I'm going to ask them. Get I, the
1: Rams on the phone yeah. right now.
4: I, I started yeah. a record label, and uh, you know, everything good that's happened to me has happened as a direct result of helping someone else. I started that record oh. label to help this lady I met who was in a battered woman's shelter, mm-hmm. and her daughter wanted to be a singer. So I just, okay, let's try it. And we did it and and so we've just been we're just getting ready to sign with live nations and go on tour so wow i just you know i just feel like so feel proud of of the two girls that are like just killing it you know and so that and my my my, uh restaurants are doing great and eric donald eats in them every once in a while and uh, he hasn't been around lately but uh, and some of the Rams come in, you know, it's like, and some of the Lakers, I tell all the Lakers, hey, look, in the movies, I'm six foot five. So you guys got to duck down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Perception you.
1: is reality, Danny. But I, I love that you mentioned the restaurant. You have the uh, Trejo's Tacos um, shirt on. I remember covering the Rams when they were still at the Coliseum yeah. while, the, while the sofa was being built. Yeah. And there was one day in particular in the press box. You catered the press yeah. meal more than one game. It was more on one occasion. We were like, we were, Will and I were just talking about this. Sometimes you go into a stadium, you don't Not know what me. the
2: food
1: is going to be. But we saw you in there and we're like, today, <laughs> today we <gonna> <laughs> we're going to
2: eat.
4: We're going to eat good. It keeps asking me what. What is your secret? Because we've been open now six years, seven, almost seven years, and you know we started with one and just kept building. And most restaurants in L.A. closed the first year. And right. they, what is your secret? It's like a big. It's no secret. It's good food. You know that's that so. I've never heard. I wouldn't ask you out on a date. Say, hey, babe, you want to go out? And I know a place where there's really food. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't work that like, way, Dave.
0: Uh,
4: exactly. impress you, I take you to the best food, and then. You know, we eat up, we have like gluten-free, we have uh, vegan, we have vegetarian, and gluten, I, I work with autistic children and, and and the doctors have told me that kids with autism don't do well with gluten. So we got a gluten-free mm-hmm. menu and you at, at like four, five, six, and seven, you see parents there with special needs children because mama doesn't have to cook three different meals. Mm-hmm. you know dad can order whatever he will bite into a cow if he wants to and was vegetarian and, and kids <laughs> do so we got we covered all bases and and we did that because of when you wrap a show you know evidently five or six of you will go to a restaurant inevitably oh well okay i'll have a salad. you know because right vegetarian. <laughs> so you know come mm-hmm. to tell. we got it all
2: i mean looking at what you've done to this point Just as an entrepreneur, as we mentioned, Trejo's Tacos is doing extremely well. Now you've got a record label that you're running as well. What would you say now to the younger version of you? Because Mm -hmm. the younger version of you had been through a lot. You were incarcerated and you, you dealt with cancer. You've had to survive so many things. And that's why when you first came on, we said we got a little tougher because you come across as this really tough guy, especially on screen, but you are a teddy bear ready to help people out, would the younger you look at the older you and say, man, you're soft? I mean, <laughs> come on, man. You know what? I've had, I've had
4: guys that I knew that are still in the penitentiary, you know, that are like a 70 mm-hmm. years old locked up forever. Wow. They write to me and say, hey, man, you know what? we knew you were a wuss, <laughs> 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 you know, but that, that's with love, you know, and uh, right. I, you know what I, I have to hear people say, well, are you sorry? But I, I think the good Lord, I, I think I had to go through what I had to go through to get where I'm at. Cause you know, like when I talk to kids in schools, I walk out on stage, there's, there, it's immediate quiet. And I've been to some of the worst schools in L.A. Right, and, right. And, they, 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 you know, they're not respecting Danny Trail. They want to hear what the guy from Con Air, the guy from Heat, if you're Mexican, the guy from Blood In, Blood Out, the guy. You know, though, that guy, they want to hear what those guys have to say. And it's like, and I, uh, what I, did, I said, education is the key to anything you want to do, and drugs and alcohol will ruin your life. That's my message. And, and yeah. I say it from experience and I think uh, I mean I've had teachers come up with tears in their eyes and say how do you do it you know how do you, how do, you do it it's like this, this class never is even quiet you know and they right. listen but again it's like I've been in their living rooms I wish more actors would use that platform but then a lot of the actors don't have the history I, I, right. I, I got, you know so I I, I don't, yeah. I don't
1: I'll say this, Annie, and I'll tell you why I think it's so impactful, because especially in the Latino community, with men specifically, there's this, there's this persona or this expectation of being macho and what that means. And sometimes it can borderline into toxic behavior. So while most people might see like, oh, machete and all this stuff. And yes, that, that exists. There's also this other side that says you can be all of these things and you can still be a kind person. You can still be successful. You can still give back to your community. Uh, and and you can still be a positive influence for other people, regardless of what you've gone through. And so I think that's something that you represent that has made such an impact generation after generation, yeah. especially for, for the Latino community
4: that's looking what up to you. What you just said, when I was writing my book, Donald Lowe, my, one of my best friends who helped me write the book, he said, toxic masculinity. And that's mm-hmm. that's what my whole family had. We didn't know it. We thought we we just you're know, tough and bad and and, right. and and everybody in the neighborhood feared us and and uh, but but the 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 manhood was was toxic you know it was it was and and it and it came out as toxic and and uh, yeah. I mean yeah and I, I sound like a little wuss but I've never heard you know, when I was growing up I never heard my family talk about I love you or you know and 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 I chose my uncle Gilbert. He's a drug addict and, and, and arm armed robber. And and one of the reasons, you know, when I would go to my mom, and she'd be on the phone, I go, "Mom, mom, she'd go, be quiet, motherfucker! can you see him on the phone?" You know, and and okay, so and I go to my dad to say, "Hey, I'm on the, can you see?" Oh, damn it! And they both up. I would go to my uncle Gilbert. I'd go, Gilbert, yeah, yeah. hold on. Yeah, what do you want me on? You know what I mean? And the, just that just that, just that e- time. It's like one of the things I, when I talk to parents, time, you got to give them time. And it's like, yeah. I think the only one that really had time for me was my Uncle Gilbert. Maybe because he didn't work. Maybe because he didn't, you know, maybe because he was a drug addict and an armed robber. But But still, that's what I needed. So when I go to a classroom, I've been to Grammar schools and end up sponsoring kids that say, Hey, my dad's you know, in prison. You know, hey, well, call me, you know. And, and so I get calls from you. Hey, dude, how are you doing in school? Good, good, good. So it's just the time. That's it, you know. So, and it, it was told to me a busy man has time to do everything. And I like that. Mm. I got time to do everything, you know.
2: And you've done a lot of things. And for me, one of those things is heat and you have said before <laughs> you've said this before that that movie was a career changer Absolutely. and that mm-hmm. scene with de niro the death scene in particular was one that really put you on the map so rather than asking you about what's it like to work with de niro what's it like oh. to do that i thought that you and i could recreate it danny so <laughs> i will play I will play Neil McCauley, and you will play Trejo. All right, Danny. So here you go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do my best, Robert De Niro, for you, right? Okay, so I'll be the director. The scene, you got it. Okay. You tell us when right, action to action here. Yeah.
1: And action.
2: Why did you do it? What happened? They killed my Anna. She's dead. So is the guy who stood in for you.
4: <sighs> Wait. <sighs> Wayne Grove.
2: Wayne Grove? Yeah, Wayne Grove. Wayne Groh. on his own?
4: Oh, uh, no, for the one, the Van Zandt. Van
2: Zandt? Are you sure? Yeah, Van Zandt. Did you say anything about how we're going to get out? I, uh, I don't remember. Come I don't, on, come on. My aunt is dead. I'll call a medic. No.
4: I'm not going to make it. Don't leave me like this, Holmes. Don't leave me like this.
2: Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> Amazing. Oh, Dream, come, yes. Dream oh. come true. Yes. Dream come true. When I said homes in that movie, <laughs> everybody cheered. Don't leave me like this. So everybody because that's what I that's the word I always use. Holmes.
1: But that's you,
2: right?
4: Like that was your oh. little- it was My You know what was the proudest moment, one of the proud, besides my kids, but after we did Machete. And Halloween came by, and there'd be a knock on my door. and I opened it, and there's all these little kids dressed like machete. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm machete. You're like, all right. You know what I mean? It's was- <laughs> it like a Mexican superhero, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's That was you. Oh, it was like so unbelievably. I thought, wow, there. Thank you, Jesus. You
2: know, it was just like yeah. so cool. Well, honestly, because that's
1: representation matters at the end it, of the it, day. It
2: absolutely. Does. It matters. Uh, thanks it. Thanks I'll again, Danny. Really appreciate You're this. You're the best. MJ, this has been a packed show, a I fun know. show. And oh, we had Danny Trail and your dad on the same podcast.
1: We need, I mean, we need to get them together side by side, the two of them.
2: Yes. I feel like that would be cold. Yeah. Oh, oh, let's go to Trejo's tacos. Yeah, we, have now. To be there. We, we have to. We have to. The rest—that's
1: the rest of the itinerary. While my parents are here, we're going to Trejo's tacos.
2: Thank yeah, I, I have I needed some more stuff. So- I happen to know Googling that bobby has got locations. some time. Uh, right, he has some right. time now, so he could do it. Um, so we always finish with ipunto. For me, my ipunto is JJ Watt retiring yeah. after twelve seasons, seven All-Pro selections. Three time defensive player of the year. This was an announcement that caught us a little bit off guard, off guard, rather. Yeah. It caught the Cardinals off guard because Cliff Kingsbury said, Yeah, I didn't even know that this was happening, what? but clearly JJ Watt had been thinking about this for a while. He said as much. My quick experience with JJ Watt, I remember going down to Houston and covering his charity softball game at Minute Maid Park. There were 30,000. 000- There and for the
1: softball game?
2: Yes, for this charity softball. And uh former first lady Barbara Bush, she was in attendance. And this was a fun time, fun night. I remember interviewing uh, him beforehand, gave him a softball that had the photo of every quarterback in the division. And stood out laughing. He thought it was funny. And then I said, Okay, well, now let's uh let's talk some Spanish because I also did this piece in Spanish. And so I taught him some Spanish, told him, hey, what do you think about saying this? He says, he said, initially, he's like, yeah, I don't know much Spanish. He says like, two cervezas, por favor. I remember him saying, right? Perfect.
1: Nailed it. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But then uh, I, I had him read one of his uh, tweets or, or taught him how to say it in Spanish. And he was terrific. Just like Kittle, you know, those guys, they're, they want to they want to speak spanish there's a lot of people learn. who who say hey dime yo quiero hablar el espanol yeah. and jj watt was uh one of those people so it's been fun watching him and yeah. uh i hope he enjoys the next chapter of his career so that is my y punto.
1: i love that it, it, low key it's his punto, right
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it to- is <laughs>
1: yeah It was really nice to see him on the sideline before that last game with his son and his wife out there. It's a new chapter for him, right? I'm really happy for him as well. And all that he's done, um, not just on the field, but off of it um, as well for for the NFL has been tremendous to watch. I love it. Um, I think my e is almost the opposite of an e We're just getting started, right? It's the Mm. end of the year. So many people are on vacation, all of this. And meantime, we're running with our hair on fire all throughout the NFL Network because there's so much to do Um, And things only ramp up for us um, from here to the Super Bowl, which is, what, seven weeks away? That's insane. Yes. That's insane. It's so close, guys. Things are just going to get spicier, mas picante, mas caliente, and I'm here for it. It's going to be a crazy ride. But you know what? Will and I, we got you. We got you here on El Huddle. We are just getting things going here, quite frankly. We're just starting finding our rhythm. So thank you to Randy. Thank you to Jonathan who helped us out behind the scenes here putting this podcast together for you guys. Please mm-hmm. like, subscribe, rate it, share it, and tag us on social media. Let us know what you think. Hey, let us know about your holidays too. Um, your fiestas and how all of that went. Um, we want to yeah, know what us. you had. To dinner. What are your uh, favorite um, uh, dishes that your family makes? Let's share it. We need recipes, right? We need to, we all need to share in this thing. Well, as always, so great. Uh, being here with you and sharing this time and these experiences. We will be back next week with another El Huddle. Good
4: okay, everybody. Adios. Hey, my name is Gary Trejo, and you're listening to El Huddle with my pal, Will, and MJ.